Hey, Jim, what do you want for Christmas? I want an official Red Rider carbide action 200 shot range model air rifle with a compass in the stock and this thing which tells time. Jeez. What do you want? Um, just like a football or something. There are movies that you can see, and then there are movies that you gotta see. Pop the popcorn and grab your favorite snack and join Jim, a former Hollywood visual effects artist, and Michael, just a dude who likes movies, as they sit back and talk about a movie that you gotta see, as well as look at the deeper themes that make these stories more than just a movie. Welcome to You Gotta See This Movie. All right, welcome to You Gotta See This Movie. This is a podcast about two guys who love to talk about movies as well as the deeper things that make these stories more than just a movie. If this is something you're into, you like to talk about movies and those deeper stories, then please give us a like, subscribe, so you don't miss a thing. All right, Jim. Michael. We are closer to Christmas now. Oh, so close. So close. So close. Yeah. You excited? No. No? No. Why not? Christmas Wait, is always are you a gr- Grinch. Man, kind of a little bit. Dang. It's always kind of a stress. Yeah, I don't know. It's just like there's always like so much going on. I can't really relax. Mm. Next year, I think you. I'm making that, right. I make no. I'm making plans. I'm making plans to make things easier next year. Oh, okay. Getting the big projects out of the way. That getting is, making some yeah, preparations. You, you know. So, what are your like go-to Christmas traditions? Uh, well, part of it is besides stress, the stress. Well, you know, we, uh, there's a Christmas tree lot right up the street Uh from our house, like literally a block away. Kids jump in the back of the truck. We drive up the street. Uh, we always get the guy's weird tree. The one that nobody's going to (laughs) buy. That's a a tradition. Charlie Brown tree. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Um, you know, bring it home, set it up. I, you know, then I get the boys and we, we get the, uh, 432 boxes of Christmas stuff out of the, out of the attic, bring that down. Nice. And, um, yeah. And just start decorating the house and, uh, you know, and it's a slow process. It's not like a one day thing. It's like mm-hmm. kind of, you know, kind of a building up to it. So yeah, that's yeah. cool. Yeah. I haven't done lights on the house for a long time. It's been a long, just cause I've been so busy. Yeah. 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 My favorite, <clears throat> uh, Christmas lawn display was. I basically just got the box. It was just one of those years I was really super busy, mm-hmm. but I just got the box of Christmas lights, this cardboard box that had Christmas lights on it. Took it out to the middle of the front lawn and I draped the, the bundle of lights on the box and just plugged it in. Done. <laughs> just like Xmas or Christmas lights. Just yeah, that was it. Out. Just in the middle of the lawn, a box, lights draped out, plugged in, done. So it's beautiful. I loved it. I it's thought it was great. Beautiful in its simplicity. Yeah. Yeah. And I asked to do it again, but it, it was big. No, no, we're not doing that again. I liked it. Yeah. <laughs> well, Joel liked it, but yeah. I thought it was, I thought it was brilliant. Yeah. It kind of made a statement, you know? Yeah. That's cool. Yeah. So what's your, what's your tradition? Oh man. Well, I mean, of course, just a bunch of movie watching. Yeah. Like, we, like I think like yourself, uh, of course, we do the tree. We don't go to the cool lot. I always tell myself I want to try out that lot, but we end up going to Lowe's and just getting a tree there. Yeah. And, um, you know, tying it to the roof and driving home. One, one uh, tradition we always do now is that it started with my oldest 
years ago, like when we first um, got a tree and I wasn't really, uh, it was, the, the first year I didn't have a truck because I'd always just put it in the back of my truck and drive it home. Right. So this is the first year where I had to tie it to the roof of my car. And, you know, I've never been really good at knots or tying things. Mm, yeah. That's just so, I just, my dad taught me a lot of things. But but knots and rope stuff, no. he didn't teach me. Yeah. Or maybe he did, and I just didn't pay attention, but whatever. So I tied it as best I could, but the first year, I can remember, like, I had to hold the rope as I drove. <laughs> and then, like, but the slack of it, my daughter was holding, too. She's like, oh, I'm hoping Dad, you know, hold, yeah. hold the, um, the tree in the car. You know, every year since I have gotten better, I've actually got tie down, tie yeah. downs now, <laughs> yeah. ratchets. And, um, but I always put a little rope and every year now, now that I have three kids, oh, there's always a kid that has to hold the rope. Okay. Cause I've done that before. Yeah. I'd like, I'd like, you know, on earlier, you know, when it gets a real little, we'd you know, we put the tree on top. I tie it down and then I'd run a couple of strings to the inside yeah. of the car and you tell them you got to hold on. You got to hold on. To and that. they're holding on it like yeah. so intently. The funny thing is the first yeah. year my son like did it. I remember telling him like, you got to hold on to this rope. Otherwise we're going to lose the tree. Yeah. And I remember his face was so serious. Like he really <laughs> took that job. Like I could, yeah. I could ruin Christmas if I don't, if I let go of this rope. Nice. But that's always a yearly tradition. Now, now my kids know that, you know, the rope's not big, but they still, they still argue on who's going to hold the rope. Oh, okay. Um, so that, that's fun. That's and then cool. eventually we get together with some extended family and do cookies and gingerbread houses and oh, yeah. all sorts of things. That's right. So, you guys do like the gingerbread house contest, huh? We did. Oh, you don't do it anymore? No, until the incident, there was an incident. Oh. we don't do it no more. gingerbread house incident? Yeah. How can you have an incident when it's just family? <clears throat> well, yeah. <laughs> I know I quit a long time ago when there were, there were people that were breaking the rules. Oh. Because the rules were that you are to make a house and that we all, we, everyone brings stuff, like different candies, decorations. Right. But then we get to use everybody's stuff. So everything's fair game. Like we all have the same material. Okay. So um, my brother-in-law was dating another girl. I don't know if you know her um, oh. at the time. And okay. they decided to bring their own stuff. For okay. their own oh. house. Okay. And they didn't share. Oh. And so uh, they won because they had their own stuff. They brought their own cool stuff. And so that was cheating in my book. And so wow. um, I threw a fit. Wow. <laughs> threw Why some don't... things across the room. Said some things I regret. Really? Some things I wow. don't. Um, but uh, yeah, Merry Christmas. So wow. That's why uh, we don't do the contest Wow, so I, I so I might have a small, a very very small part in, in what happened here. A <laughs> little bit, little bit, a little bit. Wow. Yeah. Okay. But no, we just do it for fun. Okay. No and, contest. Uh, there actually, there might have been a couple more contests after that, but I wasn't involved. Okay. And I just kind of pouted in the living room and watched football or something. Wow. Because you're competitive. Yeah. You're a competitive kind of guy. I mean, if anything's worth doing, it's worth doing right. That's you know true. What I'm saying? Yeah. All right. All right. So. Yeah, so that's Merry Christmas. Merry Christmas. All right, so Jim, what is the story that you got to see? The movie that you have the got movie to, you see gotta see. to see is A Christmas Story, 1983. Yeah. Classic, old-timey, 1940s Christmas story. 
I got a synopsis here. Uh, In the 1940s, a young boy named Ralph Parker attempts to convince his parents, teacher, and Santa Claus that a Red Ryder range 200 shot BB gun really is the perfect Christmas (laughs) gift. Yeah. I'm sure it is, right? Of course it is. (laughs) Yeah, for any boy. Yeah. Or anyone who just wants to live an adventurous life. Yeah. Yeah. So uh, this movie was directed by Bob Clark. Good old Bob Clark. Good old Bob Clark. Now, I do think this is his like magnum opus, right? This is his... It's got to be. It's like his number one movie, but there was some other movies he made. Uh, I was looking at his list. He made Baby Geniuses. (laughs) Do you remember that movie from the 90s? I I remember the name. (laughs) Yeah, that was his. But there's actually another very famous Christmas movie that he directed in the 70s. Do you know what that movie is? In the 70s? Mm Mm-hmm. It's completely departure from this film, though. But it's a Christmas movie. Is it like a Santa Claus-based Christmas movie? Like, nah, you're not going to get it. I'm not going to get it. Just tell it's me. a Black Christmas. A Black a, Christmas? Yeah, it's a horror movie. It's about a guy living in a sorority house, like in the attic. Yeah. And he's killer. He so it's not guy. really a Christmas movie. It's just a... No, it is a Christmas movie, because it's called Black Christmas. But, but Yeah. But it's not a Christmas movie because you you can't. This I mean, is that whole thing where you want to like say, "Oh, but it's a Christmas movie." Well, but then it's not a Christmas movie. No, not we were really. supposed to talk about that, huh? What what defines a Christmas movie? Yeah, because we definitely we have definitely diff- have that list. We definitely have different opinions on what is a Christmas well, movie. Well, I mean, versus- but you have a you have a criteria. If I if I'm not mistaken. Well, yeah, yeah, yeah. So a Christmas movie is like someone. Uh, like there's a heart change, right? There's a change of heart. There's a change of heart. Uh, like like some curmudgeonly old man learn, old learns man. the true meaning of Christmas. Okay, does it have to be a curmudgeonly old man? And just a curmudgeonly person. Okay, it has so a little, you know, you know, there's a little bit of redemption there. Okay, and obviously it's you know it's either it either goes with the gospel thing of Christmas or just the the lore of Santa Claus. The lore of Santa Claus. Yeah. Okay, so. I don't know. I would Christmas add, like, movie. for me, a Christmas movie has to have like some sort of Christmas decoration in it. Right? Oh, and that's it? Christmas decoration? Yeah. Uh, somewhere in the film, okay, right? Okay, yeah. I would think that someone has to wish someone a Merry Christmas in the okay. film. Um, but that's just, like, peripheral things. It's just, like... But I'm t- also agreeing with what you said. Okay. So just adding to that. Okay. Um, yeah. I think that's that would find all that in Black Christmas. Yeah, well, I don't know the movie. <laughs> yeah, I'm not okay. familiar with the anyway. movie. I am very familiar with Die Hard. Yeah, and Die Hard is a Christmas movie. But it's not a Christmas movie. I mean, I can understand why people wouldn't think that. Yeah, there's no there's no redemption. There's there no there's no what redemption? Okay, so the heart change is the wife's heart towards John McClane. Was she curmudgeonly about yeah, it? Yeah, she was there was she left him. She there's like they were gonna divorce. Yeah, she was she was done. They were they were she moved to LA. She So you're focusing the whole story around her, not about Hans Gruber as being the guy. Because like you No, know, Hans Gruber's the He's a terrorist. He's a terrorist, yeah. But you would think he would be the one that has to have a change of heart, like like when he's falling from the building, he'd be like I no, was well, I'm sure as he's falling from Nakatomi Plaza, 
he probably regrets a whole lot of things he did in his life. I don't think he regretted anything. <laughs> he was you a know, bad dude. He was a bad dude, but he yeah. also was a greedy guy. So he wasn't doing, he wasn't a terrorist for the sake of being a terrorist. He was all about the money. You don't think he took pleasure in like just because he seemed to be like, no. seemed to be having a lot of fun. No, I think he regretted because he didn't get away with it. Because uh, he's just, because it was all about the money. It wasn't about yeah, terrorism. Yeah. And so he probably was regretting that his plan didn't work. Okay, so you're saying the wife is the curmudgeon person with the, I just think if we're looking for a heart change, a Christmas miracle, okay. if you will, then yeah, it's, it's, it's the wife. Okay, well... Holly McLean. Here's another thing. Or Holly about, Gennaro. There's another thing about Christmas movies. Is you, it's, Christmas is a time for family. Mm-hmm. You can't really watch Die Hard with your family and your kid. Mm, I mean, you can with your kids. I really can't with mine. Well, yeah, they're adults now, right? Uh, well, I mean. So it's not really a family I saw movie. Die Hard when I was a kid. <laughs> well, yeah, you were, you know. <laughs> Yeah, that's true. It's not like it's not know, a family movie. Uh, yeah, but not a there family, will be yeah. a day probably in my house where you know we could do that. But so Die Hard's a Christmas movie for a certain age yeah. group. Yeah. All right. All right. All right. Still not on my list. But well, okay. Bob Clark. Yeah. Good old Bob Clark directed two uh, iconic Christmas movies, uh, along with Baby Geniuses. So there you go. Uh, I know he did some other things, but. Yeah. Well, I think the main, the, the big name in this movie is Gene Shepard, the writer. Yeah. Yeah. Now, when it was, when I went and saw this movie, I saw this movie in the theater, and I distinctly mm. remember going to see it because it was teenager at the time. It was kind of, it was like after Thanksgiving or between Thanksgiving and Christmas. It, well, so, yeah, so you saw it in the theater, so there's yeah. a story behind that. So that, this came out Christmas, Thanksgiving time. Right. Um, it kind of had its run and it, they removed it from theaters before Christmas, but I guess there was a lot of complaints and people were upset that like, why would you remove this movie? Because, well, at one point it just kind of stopped making money. That's what movies do. So they brought it back for the week of Christmas. Oh, so that's, that's the reason why we saw it at the so, $2, at the $2 so did you theater. See it, the, closer to Thanksgiving or Christmas? No, it's closer to okay, Christmas. So and it was in the, second the run. yeah, it was in the cheap theater. Yeah. Yeah teenagers christmas time and it's like what do you want to do let's go see a movie what do you want to say i don't know so <laughs> we knew nothing about the movie it was just like oh it's christmas time it's a christmas movie let's check it out and uh you know laughed our butts off we yeah didn't, we didn't we didn't know what to expect yeah yeah now in the 82 <clears throat> um american playhouse did a, a, a made for tv movie called the greatest american fourth of july written by gene shepherd narrated exactly the same as he did for Christmas story. So I was familiar with Gene Shepard, but mm-hmm. not but I didn't make the connection when I was watching this movie. Um, but the greatest American fourth of July features the same family, Ralphie and Ralphie's played. Uh, he, he plays a teenager in the movie uh, played by Matt Dillon. Oh, wow. It's, it's super low budget. And it's so that was perf- before this. That was 82. Wow. Yeah. And then, you know, and then I went and saw a Christmas, a Christmas story in the theaters written and narrated by Gene Shepard, which is his stories. And I, like I said, at the time I didn't make the connection, but later on I'm like, oh, wait a minute. That's the same, same dude, same dude and the same story and the same characters. And, and ever since then it's just become a, you know, a classic. Mm. Yeah. Yeah. I, I, 
yeah, this this movie is such um, it really is a gem. Oh yeah, it's a gem of a movie. Like it's almost poetic, and like all credit to to Gene Shepard because yeah, just the things that he says as he's telling the story. Yeah, um, just the word pictures. Um, it's yeah, it's very poetic and and just it's amazing. And it really just, it it draws you in. Mm -hmm. Um, I've never read nothing of his, like just separately. Like I've never read, oh, Gene Shepard's story. Oh yeah, neither have I. I Um, Yeah, and he's done some other other films. Yeah. I think there's there's like a summer vacation one. Mm -hmm. And it's just, direct directing wise and acting, it just wasn't that good. It didn't play out very well, but. uh, Yeah. But the 4th of July and the Christmas start are just, they're just gold. It's just great. Yeah. It's really good. Yeah. So Darren McGavin, also in this movie, yeah. plays the old man. Yeah. Um, he's been in a lot of stuff. He's been in a lot of stuff. I, I think he's most famous for TV for playing uh, the Night Stalker. Cold oh, yeah, yeah. That's the right. detective guy. Yeah. yeah. I know when, when I got older, I've known him for, he's uh, Billy Madison's dad in the Billy Madison oh, movie. Oh, okay. Yeah. Um, so yeah, I've always liked Darren McGavin. Great guy. Good actor. So crazy thing. I don't know if you know this, but it's a, did you know moment, but did you know who the original actor was to play the dad, the old man? Oh, wow. This was, and this was eighties. So Mm -hmm. I I have to think of an eighties actor. I don't know. No clue. Um, big actor. And the only reason why he wasn't chosen is because he asked for too much money. He, he had, it was half their budget. Oh wow! It was Jack Nicholson? Yeah, yeah, that wouldn't have no. no yeah. I mean, I get the appeal of wanting him in the beginning, but then Darren McGavin comes along and like, I mean, he he knocks it out. He, of the knocks, part. he knows this. Yeah, yeah, he is the old man. Yeah, no one else could have played this part but yeah. him. Now the mom, uh, Melinda Dillon. Mm-hmm. Now she wasn't she the mom in Close Encounters. The mom or wasn't she? Wilson Counts of the Third Kind, wasn't she the? She was not the wife. She was the mom. I the mom. I think so, yeah. Yeah, the mom, right. Yeah. Right, because Terry Gar Terry was, Gar was, the, was wife. the wife, and then she was the other one who had the experience. Yeah, so she was in that movie. Mm-hmm. Okay. You know, and the, you know, the weird thing, I, I remember watching this movie, and I'm thinking, oh, it's because I knew nothing about the movie going into it, and it's set in the 40s. You know, beautifully done, mm-hmm. and you really get a feel for the time period and everything. But and I'm looking at her like, what the hair, man? She's got like big '80s hair. <laughs> you know, yeah. and as a teenager, I'm thinking, well, this really doesn't look right. Okay, but then I okay, but then I don't care. So then I'm just starting to believe. Look, they went to all this trouble to do this movie. They nailed everything, mm-hmm. the time period. So there must have been a hairstyle back then that this that like that, right? I don't, I don't know. That's just my... So you, I'm glad you said that. Yeah. Because that leads into my connection to the movie. Ooh, you got a connection. Well, not my connection, but yeah. my story with it. Um, this is a movie that I think I saw on television. Uh, I was two when it came out. So... Um, so you, you caught the cable version. I caught the, of the cable version. version. I, got, I know it was on our tape. So I think it was just something like my parents recorded... And I watched it and I would always, you know, watch clips of it here and there. And, uh, finally, but, but I can remember very distinctly 
as if there was like days where I'd be home. It could be any time of the year. It didn't have to be around Christmas. Any day of the if I was homesick, like I'd watch this movie. It was like almost like a comfort movie for me. Oh wow! And um, yeah, it didn't matter Christmas. Now I like I always watch it every Christmas. But um, what I like about this movie, and even now as an adult, as I watch it, it reminds me of my Christmas. And I can remember watching this as a kid and not even putting two and two together that this took place in the forties. I just thought like, Oh, it's somewhere back East where it snows. And that's just how people look. And that's just people. Yeah. Because the trees look the same. Yeah. You know how it was when I was a kid, the lights, you know, now see everything looks, everything looks all Martha Stewarty and like yeah. winter wonderland, but there was something so cool and beautiful by, the the multicoloredness, the brightness, the, the even things that really didn't match well, but it was just plaid and fun and 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 so to me it it looked like the eighties. It looked like how things were at home, and I didn't know if it was just like that transition where like my parents were just had Christmas decorations from when they were kids, and that could it be kind of just yeah. translates, or we weren't really into this new look yet of Christmas, yeah, or Christmas just kind of. St- you know, stood still for a yeah, while. The, yeah, the big light bulbs on the tree. We had the big light bulbs, yeah. yeah. And mm-hmm. so, so for me, yeah, I mean, I didn't, I, it, it took me years before I realized that this was a period movie, that this took place in the, I don't know why, I didn't pick up on the cars. Yeah. The way they talked didn't seem different to me. Yeah. Um, school, I mean, their, their seats looked a little weird, but, you know, I don't know. Just yeah. didn't, didn't, didn't register my brain. Yeah. Um, so I'm glad you said that. Cause like, yeah, she had this eighties haircut. Well, the look of it looked the same. Yeah. All right. So Ralphie wants this BB gun for Christmas. What was like your big favorite Christmas gift you guys, a kid? Oh, slot cars. Slot cars. And that, you know what I, I you know, it, it, that question has come up like, you know, it's not a, you know, few times in my life like mm-hmm. what's your what's your most memorable christmas i just remember i wanted a slot car set and thinking i'm not going to get it mm. and sure enough there it was christmas there it day. Is christmas, christmas morning yeah, yeah yeah that's cool yeah so that was my big one yeah so mine um mine was this really cool gi joe tank called the general and Ooh. it was massive like it would probably take up half this this table uh but it had like you know missiles that you could fire in the air it had all these sound effects you can press on the thing and it was so big and i can remember just begging for this thing almost doing exactly what ralphie does any little moment he can like talk about this thing yeah i did i want the general i want the general i don't care if it's my only gift yeah. And then when my parents would say like, well, well, you know, it's, it's really expensive. I don't think you're going to get it. He goes, well, hey, that's okay, mom and dad. I'll just ask Santa. You don't have to yeah. worry about the money. Yeah. You know? Um, and they had you going. It had me going, man. Yeah. And then, yeah, every Christmas morning, I would always do the same thing where I would run out. I think either I'd wake up in the middle of the night or I'd wake up really early. It was so dark. And just to see if, if you know, Santa came. Yeah. see if the, the the different presents were out there and all of a sudden they were there and I'd run back to bed or wake up my yeah. sister or whatever. But 
But no, that were, was that was my BB gun. Were your GI Joes the six inch? They were ones the three point seven five. Okay, so you were like the second generation. Yeah, yeah, not the Barbie doll ones. Well, I wouldn't refer to them as Barbie doll oh, no, ones. I wouldn't either. But... No, but yeah, but they were the the tall. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because all the accessories were huge. I remember I had the helicopter, and it was, that was massive. Probably, yeah, yeah, massive. Yeah, and the toy companies probably like. All this plastic, man. We got to downsize. Yeah. 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 And of course, all my GHLs are gone. I pretty much. I still have all mine. I have pieces and a lot of like burnt pieces because we, we really. Oh, I did that too. Yeah. They, Actually, when I had a yeah. GHL break, I'd always bury them in the backyard. So I had like a graveyard for oh, them. Nice. Play taps. Yeah. Yeah. We'd set up, we did like rocket cars and, and put in GI Joe's would be the drivers and we'd put little bags of like, you know, like plastic bags of gasoline and put it in there so that the rocket and it would explode and burn. And yeah. Yeah. Somewhere I have a box of GI Joe body parts. <laughs> yeah. Vintage. Vintage. They're probably worth something. Yeah. Even mine are vintage now. Worth yeah. something. Yeah. Okay. So this, this is a discussion that I've had with the family mm-hmm. and it's the scene where they go to the, they go to the department store and they go to visit Santa Claus. <laughs> And from the kids. Ho, ho, ho. Right. And the elves are kind of mean, right? Yeah. Okay. The way it looks to me is that, and I, maybe I'm just reading this wrong, but every time I watch it, I keep going back and forth. It's almost like Santa's a cool guy and the elves are cool. But from the kid's perspective, they're scary and mean. In other words, like when you first see him, you hear Santa and you see him in the background, he's like, you know, ho, 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 and everybody seems happy, right? But when the kids get up there, it's like, you know, the, the elves being mean and Santa's kind of mean and, and the kids cry and they get shoved down the thing, right? But then when that's the sink- worst things that could happen to you and again, shoved down this really cool slide with yeah, I some know. fluffy oh, stuff at the bottom. Yeah. But okay. And then, the, you know, and then they exit and they look back up and then, and then the final scene, Santa seems happy and everything at, in the end. So it's like, Okay, so was that just the kid's impression of it being kind of scary? Or the, the other opinion is, no, they were kind of scary and they were kind of mean. And Yeah. I mean, how did you, how did you read that scene? Yeah, so this was always a confusing scene to me um, until I became an adult and a working person. Okay. I think that they were just tired workers dealing with kids all day. I mean, even leading up to that, there's that moment where the Santa says like, if he thinks that I'm going to be here one minute past nine, he kissed my foot. Yeah. You know, like you can already tell like he's agitated. Yeah. Right. And yeah. so he's just trying to like get through this long line. I mean, like the kids are crying. The, it, it, you gotta be a special person to be a mall Santa. Yeah. You know? So I, I just think, yeah, they were, they were just frustrated. They weren't, they weren't kind. Um, but also I do think kids get scared. You know, oh, yeah. I got a kid picture of me with Santa crying, you know, yeah, yeah, yeah. I just always wondered if that, if if Gene Shepard, when he wrote it, if it was supposed to be, I know that they're tired employees not doing yeah. it, but if it was supposed to be like even scarier for the kid from his perspective, and maybe I'm reading in too much to this, too much into it, yeah. I don't know. As a kid, it did, it always did confuse me because. It was kind of weird because, I mean, it's obvious that you see the elves get all upset. Yeah. 
and they're mad. Well, they're mean. They're mean. They're, they're really like mean. dragging. I thought the they were like up. over the top mean. That's why yeah. I kind of thought it wasn't like not. No, I don't think it was his perspective because they were very clear of when Ralphie's imagining things and when he's not. Oh yeah, because you'd always see like the yeah transition. Yeah. Um. So I, I think it. He was seeing things okay. for what they really were. Yeah, they probably would have made more of a point to make it from his perspective. Yeah. Like, like when he was get when he gave Miss Shields the the theme and, mm-hmm. and she was rejoicing over it. Yeah. A plus plus plus. plus. <laughs> yes. Yeah. Yeah. And I think that like that is what makes this movie so special. Because I feel like every kid does that. Every kid yeah. daydreams or has different expectations on what things are. Yeah. And I think that's what it was is is that with that Santa scene is that he, he was hit with the cold, hard reality. Like this ain't Santa. Yeah. Like this isn't yeah. what it should be. Yeah. Um, but it, yeah, but the, the, the whole theme thing thinking like, Oh, he's going to be the best one that yeah. she's going to be blown away. Yeah. And, uh, what were some other ones? Uh, Oh, the, um, <laughs> the, uh, when, uh, and I, God, I'm, I'm so guilty of this too. Um, thinking that his parents were gonna regret making him bite oh, down the soap. That is such a that, that is, is such, such a kid, a kid thing, thing, right? Yeah, yeah, you get punished, and it's like you wish it's yeah. You wish like because of the punishment, you're gonna be like wounded and scarred you're gonna for be life. Re- you're and, gonna regret this. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm. It's soap blindness what did we do what did we do i can't i can't <laughs> yeah yeah and then and then he just that little smile he gives yeah um such kid kid stuff yeah. like when he goes to get the uh the um his decoder ring out of the mailbox oh yeah he opens a mailbox he finds this thing there's a bunch of mail in it he finds it and just basically leaves the mail in and runs in the house mm-hmm. you know just yeah yeah, and then the whole thing when he's in the bathroom trying to decode it, and just genuinely, genuinely thinking like, like I'm onto something, like I'm helping yeah. a greater good. I want to be a part of something bigger. Yeah, and then just his dreams are shattered. Yeah, with, drink your Ovaltine. A crummy commercial. Crummy commercial. <laughs> Locks himself in the bathroom, and you yeah. hear you hear uh, uh, Randy just like, oh, I'm in the bathroom. Yeah. Jeez. Yeah, that that that, again. That that's just another reason why this movie just is so good and stands the test of time. Because it, it, you know, I I, even as an adult watching it differently, kind of through different eyes, I can still hearken myself back to when I was a kid. Yeah, and and remembering that. And then as an adult, you relate to the parents. You relate to the dad. You relate his, to the dad. And him just getting just, just so pissed off. Oh, yeah. Over the furnace. Over yeah. the furnace. Yes. His, his, one, his, his, his one enemy in life is, that fur- is the yeah. furnace, yeah. which I can relate because mine is the air conditioning in the yeah. summer. Yeah. So. Um, it is, and I love his, his swear words in the yeah. movie. Man, freaking stick a liar. My dad wore a, ta- wore a tapestry of profanities that are now still hanging over Lake Michigan. Michigan. Yeah. 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 Again, just the writing was so good. Like, stickle fiver. Yeah. 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 But in real life, he's cussing, right? Yeah. But that's just 
in his imagination, he's, he's trying to remember. That was because see, that was another thing. Let's go to the car scene, the infamous oh yeah car scene yeah. because that was another thing I never understood watching this as a kid. That I never understood why did he get in trouble for saying the word fudge. Yeah, when I first saw the movie, I thought fudge was the word was that, the word, word that yeah that he got because you because he does say. But I didn't say fudge. I, I yeah, said, I never picked up on that. And I didn't that, pick but he on it until that. later. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, fudge. He's out there helping his dad. And, and I love the, the, like, again, the old man, the dad. It's his fault. He it knocked it out of fault. his hand. Yeah. But, but what was really funny and good, not, well, I wouldn't say funny, but it just shows like who the old man is because he didn't, he just kind of like looks at him and says, what did you say? Yeah. Like he didn't smack him. He didn't yeah. yell at him. Yeah. He just, in fact, I don't know if you noticed, but when he says, go back in the car, yeah, he smiles. The dad smiles oh, he a does? little bit like, really? all right, my son is, you know, he's getting older. Yeah. He's becoming a lot like me. Oh, see, I got to watch it again. There's a never, really I, quick like smile yeah. and a glint in his eye. Like, okay. Like he's almost like I'm entering in a new world with my son. And now he's got to punish him and I got yeah. to tell mom. But see, that's another thing too that I, Oh, got too close. Notice is that he gets into the car. He he completely already forgets um about what happened. Yeah. Because he asks, well, like, what's the time? Because yeah. he's trying to beat the time, right? Because he yeah. thinks he's, you know, a pit man. Pit crew. 500. The, yeah, yeah. Um, and it's not until the mom gives a little wisecrack to him. Yeah. Then all of a sudden you see his facial features change. He goes, oh, well, do you want to know what your son just said? Yeah. <laughs> Almost like, like you need to own this woman because, yeah. you know, it's you, you raising him, even though, what does yeah. he say? Like, now I heard my dad say that word yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. 50 times a day, but I'm not going to say that. And I love it. Yeah. And he, he tells her, where did you hear that word? <laughs> and his face is hilarious because yes. he, 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 he was like. He came up with the name to the person to pin it on. At the same time, he was like getting ready to, for the word to come out of his mouth. Schwartz. Yeah. Yeah. And then they calls him on the phone. Yeah. Poor kid. <laughs> yeah. You hear him in the background. It's so good. Yeah. yeah. He heard it. Oh, yeah. She said, do you know where he heard it from? And you can hear your father. Your father. Yeah. <laughs> no. No. He heard it from your son. What? What? Then you hear the boom, 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 boom down the hall, and she's hitting the kid, and he's screaming. Yeah, that's so good. <laughs> he goes, so three blocks away, Schwartz getting the beating of his life. Yeah, and I'm over here. <laughs> I mean, it's sad, but you know, I'm sure Schwartz did say that word. But um, oh yeah, Schwartz was thinking. Now was Schwartz the one that he's the one that talked to him into sticking his tongue? Yes, not him, but. Flick's. Yeah, Flick was the one who put his tongue on the pole. Right. Yeah. Schwartz was the one who said that my old man says that. Your old man's full of beans. Your old man's full of beans. Let me test it. Yeah. Another classic scene. Um, See, now this this was new. It was new to me because I never heard of anything like that. We live in California. You live in California. Worry about. So I kind of you kind of like you kind of assume Mm -hmm. it's a thing, and then at some point I probably looked it up and say, "Oh yeah, okay, that makes sense." Yeah, yeah. So I remember thinking first couple things I saw this movie that when, well, yeah. So when the fire department did come and took him off the pole, 
I always thought like his tongue just ripped off. And that when he came in with a bandage around his tongue, like his tongue was missing. Well, that's what they make it seem like. Is why would you put a bandage on Why would on you put tongue? a bandage on All tongue? you had to do is just get some hot water, right? Okay, so that's another thing. Every time I'd watch this movie, it was like clockwork. My dad would always be like, you know, if you're ever in a situation like that, just remember, get the hot water. Okay, dad. Next time, we, next year we watch this movie. Hey, you know, if you're ever in a situation like that, remember the hot water. Yeah. That's all you had to do. You didn't have to call the fire department or anything. You say, but, dad, we're in California. That's not yeah. going to happen. However, there were times I can remember, uh, like we, in our old refrigerator at the bottom was our freezer and it had this like metal basket that would also swing out. Yeah. I remember putting my tongue on that metal basket. Oh, really? And it would stick. I mean, oh, it nice. Wouldn't, I wouldn't get stuck. I could yeah. take my tongue off. But, yeah. But you could feel it like, oh, it, it does work. So. It's on there, I guess, yeah. right? All right. Well, if any of our fans out there have ever gotten their tongue stuck to a light bulb. Well, yeah. Or a, let us know in the comments. Let us know. What have you? <laughs> and did you yank it off or did you get some hot water? <laughs> or did you just, just get some hot water? Get some hot water. I, I, that, that scene's hilarious, too, because the boy, the actor, um... Who, who plays Flick, he sells it really well. Like you genuinely can see like the way he kind of cries and screams at the same yeah. time that he is stuck. Um, I guess I, they had some yeah. really, like some suction that they used. That's for, what, yeah, I was wondering. I always thought, okay, they obviously didn't really, st- I mean, maybe they could have, but yeah. my thought, well, if I had to pull off that gag, what would I do? I'd probably just drill a hole in the pole and put a vacuum on the bottom. Yeah. So it would suck your, tongue to from it. what i understand it was just like a like a it was a suction thing between the pull and his tongue and so he, he really was stuck to it but it was an easy detachment right so cause he can't so that he could move and like yeah it's know. holding him but it's not really genuinely right. but like you see the the their breath that it was cold and it there was, was snow so did they really do it and then just like get the yeah. hot water later or did they do a gag with a suction it was a suction, it was a suction from what i've read yeah that it was that, that. sense but I love how, like, when the kids go through that moment of, oh, crap, he's, he's stuck, but the bell rang. We're just going to go, like, almost like that's our excuse. We can yeah. leave. But the bell rang. But no, Ralphie, come back. Yeah. But the bell rang. I, got, I have to go. The, the bell, the bell you know. And the teachers ask him, have you seen Flick? And they're like, Flick, Flick who? Yeah. And then, again, it's just beautifully done because it's such a kid thing she sees him in the background i love he's just playing, like <laughs> yeah. teacher goes oh my god all the kids rush to the window the two guilty kids just sit, sit there yeah they don't want to look yeah they're they're hearing everything what's going on oh man the the police are here yeah. oh man the fire, fire department's department. here and then and then the other thing of uh oh man I, again it's just it's such a kid thing when the teacher's just like so the guilty party is going to be burdened with so much guilt that they want to confess. Like she knows who it was. Yeah. Yeah. And like, they're just sitting there like, Nope, we're not dumb. Yeah. We're we, not stupid. We're we, not going to, yeah, we know better. This. Yeah. We know better. It's better yeah. not to get Which caught. again is like, that's like the biggest, I mean, I'm guilty of telling this my own kid. It's like, yeah, just don't lie. Like sometimes my kids watch this podcast, so I hope they don't hear this part, but you're still going to get in trouble. Like, don't lie to us, but, just confess yeah it's so much better if you don't lie but yeah as a kid i remember thinking like nah if i can get away with it i want to get away with it yeah 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 great i remember once my kid wrote bart 
in chalk in the driveway. And I asked who did it. And I kind of thought it was funny. Yeah. So I kind of like who did it. And then they both, both of them like, I didn't do it. I didn't do it. Well, it had to be one of you guys. So then it just escalated yeah. from that point because they were lying. And honestly, I really didn't care. I thought it was kind of funny. Yeah. And it was kind of like, oh, who wrote this? It's funny. You know? It's like, oh, what? Was it your mom that but, wrote yeah, it? Yeah. So now, so now I just like, now somebody's in trouble because somebody's yeah. lying about it when you really didn't have to lie about it because dad thought it was funny. Yeah. Yeah. Did you ever find out who did? I did. Mm-hmm. It escalated to like, you know, who's going to get spanked and, and yeah. <laughs> Turned into a whole different a thing. A whole thing. A whole, it's like, oh, this is what we're going to do Saturday. This is what we're going to do on this Saturday. Yeah. <laughs> find out who wrote Fart, Fart in the Driveway. driveway chalk, yeah. <laughs> So have you ever had a Scott Farkas in your life and Toadie? I did. I did. Yeah. Remember their names? Philip. Raymond. Mm. And Raymond was just like the Toadie. Oh, really? He kind of looked the same. He was little. He was just mean. And they, then they, you know, they, they, you know, they trapped you. They kind of cornered you and intimidated you and. Slugs you in the arm. It's awful. Horrible. Yeah. Yeah. The, um, mine was, I, yeah, the toady I can remember seeing in school for those bullies, but, but my bully, Philip, he didn't have a toady. But man, he was, uh, I think he was three years older than me. Um, yeah, he was just a menace on the block just constantly just picking on just, me, yeah. you know, bullying me bigger than me until high school. Oh. And it was his senior year. It was my freshman year and I was bigger than him. Oh, wow. Yeah. Yeah. That was good times. Did you get him? Did you go Ralphie on him? I didn't go Ralphie on him. Yeah. But I, I let him know that, hey, I remember everything. <laughs> I remember and, Everything. and, uh, you know, yeah. If you want to apologize, you can apologize. Yeah. He kind of did. Oh, wow. Yeah. Hmm. So somehow he, yeah, he just, hmm. his dad was always a small Weasley guy. Yeah. So it was no, I guess, you know, he was going to have the same stature, but just when we were kids, he was just bigger than me until, yeah. until he wasn't. So, hmm. yeah. Wow. But yeah, Scott or Scott. Scott Farkas, as we just learned, it's not Scott Farkas. It's it can't Scott be Scott. Farkas. Scott's not a name. Well, I mean, I that I, I mean, maybe that goes into his backstory. Maybe you know he lives in a Scott. trailer and Scott. he comes from a, a, a parents that would name their kids Scott. So that already gives him the most horrible. I guess. And I love how like he comes out to that like Peter and the Wolf song. Yeah. yeah. You know, I forget what that's called, but um. But that's like his theme song. Every time he comes on the yeah. scene, dun, 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 dun. Mm-hmm. and he just looks bad. He looks well. He had yellow eyes. Yellow eyes. Honest braces, to God, the, he had yellow eyes. The, the 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 fox skin cap. Yeah, I mean, he just yeah. he just looked bad. Good Farkas. Yeah, and I loved it. Yeah, Ralphie just goes he, off on. He's him. had it. Yeah, and and so I'm trying to remember. Does that scene take place after or before 
I think it's after the the car scene, right? Yeah, well, it wasn't it wasn't an after he he even like when he turned in his theme and he got the bad grade and said, right. shoot your eye out. So now he's devastated. Yes. He was feeling pretty down. Yeah. Christmas is not going it's well. It's not going as well. So he just he gets that snowball in the face. The snowball sandwich. Just, hey, kid, you like the snowball sandwich? Got it right it. in the face. Yeah. Yeah. And he just I mean, beats the crap out of him. Yeah. Like you, you, you get pushed to a point where you yeah. just don't care anymore. Yeah. And, and so, yeah. I mean, yeah, Randy runs and go gets his mom. So it makes you wonder how long was he just beating the crap out of Scott Farkas? Yeah, he had those, to go get the mom. All those cuss words, just nonstop. Yeah, rise, rise, freaking, freaking. Yeah, freaking. and 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 I love that too, just because the first time he gets caught cussing, mom puts soap in his mouth. Yeah, you know, the second time she is more compassionate to him. Yeah. And just takes him in, cleans him off, tells him just go lay down. And he is so terrified that when his dad gets home, oh yeah, when he hears that car, oh, well, not, that's a kid moment. That's a kid I've had moment. those moments where you're laying, you're oh, there, yeah. and you're waiting for dad to get home because you know you're gonna be just yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm trying my best to not hope my kids don't have that, but it, I yeah. guess it's hard not to. But I yeah. remember having that, and but yeah. yet at the same time, you know, the mom covers for him. Yeah. You know, the mom, she doesn't lie, but she covers, she, there's an understanding. There. Yeah. And that's a cool moment. That's, yeah. Yeah. So like, yeah, you look at those parents that they were truly doing the best they can to raise a good kid. And they yeah. know that like the one saying the bad word, they're trying to cut it off with the head. Don't yeah. say these words. The other yeah. thing is like, well, it already happened. I want to take care of you now. So, yeah. 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 Scud Farkas. Scud Farkas. Whatever happened to him? Well, I guess we know what happens to him because they did make another movie of this. A part two. So we find, oh, out, we that, do find out what happens to Scud Farkas. He does become a cop. Which Wait, what's the name of that movie? It's an, 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 a, another Christmas story? A very Christmas story? A Christmas story Christmas. A Christmas story Christmas. I need to get that. Which, yeah. if you have not seen that, anyone... It that movie is way better than it should be, because <laughs> it, it sounds like making a sequel to this movie was a bad idea. Yeah, but it was actually really good. I was pleasantly surprised. It's a lot of fun. A lot of fun. Really yeah. good movie. Um, Peter, I don't know if they have it on physical media yet. They don't. I don't. They have to, right? Think so. Maybe it's only on DVD, but I know like, they don't have it. Was it like a Netflix release it was or something? HBO release? Yeah. Mm. Um, yeah, because I, I definitely want to add that to my collection. Great movie, yeah. The Christmas uh, lineup. There's a 4K. There oh. is. Wait, no, that's a Christmas story. Yeah, there's not. Christmas story. I think story, it's just Christmas. DVD. Mm-hmm. All right, well, let's talk about what I think is the par- the whole. I mean, the movie's about a boy and a BB gun, but the character that I really like is the dad, the old man, and Ralphie's. You know relationship with him and um what i liked about going back to the whole gift like the infamous lamp scene yeah was and again this is something i didn't realize until i got older like you know what it wasn't about the fact that the lamp was a leg you know of a woman yeah it could have been anything the dad was just happy to win something. Yeah. To almost, I mean, I, I feel for the dad, 
because I mean, he's been having to deal with the bumpus hounds mm-hmm. that are always trying to bite him yeah. and attack him. He having to deal with his furnace that I'm sure he can't afford to fix. Yeah. You know, the Oldsmobile that keeps freezing Oldsmobile over. Oldsmobile keeps freezing over. Yep. Um, he's just, he's always in fix it mode. He's always trying to, his sports team was reading the paper. Yeah. His team traded like a player that he really liked. Um, and so for him to finally get that moment, like I won something. Yeah. So I, I just think it's, it, it, yeah, again, when I was a kid, I, I always thought it was about the lady leg, but no, the dad didn't care. Just, I wanted recognition. <laughs> And winning a major award. It was a major award. He won it. Yeah. This is something that he won. It was something that he won. Yeah. Oh. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah well, yeah. <laughs> so to the mom, it definitely was about the lady leg, which I get. Yeah. I understand. Horribly bad taste. Bad and taste. An eyesore he is just, and again an embarrassment. And the second he sets it up, Ralphie's like, he he wants <laughs> to place it so that everyone sees that he won an award. Yeah, but the mom is just like, this is this is horrible. Yeah, and and I love how it's just like the idea. Like, what does Ralphie say? Is like, till this day, we don't know what truly happened, or or no, like till this day, it's been a debate in our family for years. Yeah, because she gets mad, and then she goes in the other room, and then you hear something break. I was just dusting it. It broke. I, I, and I, oops, I broke your lamp. <laughs> yeah. And you did this on purpose. Yeah. Get the glue. <laughs> We're out. You used up all the glue on purpose. <laughs> yeah, that's what it was, yeah. yeah. And then he buries it in the backyard, <laughs> yeah. and he thought he could hear taps Absolutely, playing. Yeah. 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 There's a there's a reference in in the Greatest American Fourth of July how his mom wins something and is and and, and he says that yeah the only thing is the dad ever won was a stupid lamp and nobody cared <laughs> <laughs> yeah if for anybody out there if you have not seen the Greatest American Fourth of July yeah story of Gene Shepard American Playhouse it's cheesy but it's hilarious and it'll become a, a a Fourth of July favorite. It's it's a riot. So when you said Matt Dillon plays Ralphie, yeah, Matt Dillon plays Ralphie. Who plays the old man? I don't know. Uh, Unknowns. They're great. The mom is great. They're completely different cast. Cast and you know, but it's great. Talking hmm. to him and and you know, his first date with Miss Junior Corn Blossom and and. uh and it just has those shining moments of revelation of who he is and life. And it's just, it's awesome. You haven't seen it, right? No, I gotta see oh, it. Oh, yeah. Blood Kissel. Yeah. Blood Kissel, the town drunk. And, and the, and the dad has his grand, his big thing every year is, is doing the neighborhood firework show. So huh. he, he lines it all up and does the grand show and it's great. Oh yeah. yeah. I'm gonna check it out. You gotta check it out. So, Again, the old man kind of connects to, I think, the bigger theme of this movie uh, and why, as I've gotten older, just I can appreciate this movie so much more, is at the very end, after this whole movie is about Ralphie trying to get that BB gun for Christmas. Really, it's not about him trying to get the BB gun for Christmas. It's about him trying to get the message 
out that he wants the BB gun or he wants people to accept the message of wanting the BB gun for Christmas, oh, right? Oh, I think I know where you're going with this, but go ahead. Like, yeah. and you know, he's tried the teacher. He's tried his mom. He, he did try his dad in the very beginning. Remember he says like, I, I just went too fast. and I think I overplayed my hand. And like, it's funny. Cause like the whole family like stares at him. Like you okay. But throughout the whole movie, you feel like no one, the dad's not paying attention. Yeah. The dad cares about his award. Mm-hmm. He cares about fighting the furnace, the dogs, uh, getting a good deal on a Christmas tree. Yeah. But you never see him pay attention about the gun. The kid's request to get a gun. Yeah. Until the end. After all the presents were open, yeah. the dad says, hey, I think, what is that gift behind the tree? Well, there's one more thing. And he, and he waits he until waits. like Christmas is done and they're tired yeah. and Randy's passed out under the tree. Yeah. Yeah. With the and, Zeppelin. Yeah. And uh, he walks up and he opens it up and it's, it's, you know, it's King Arthur getting Excalibur. It's yeah. Luke getting the lightsaber. It's the moment that we've been waiting for and he yeah. gets it. And then you realize that the dad has been paying attention the whole the time. The whole time. Yeah. The whole time. And not only is he not paying attention the whole time, but he's delighting in giving him this BB gun. Oh yeah. Like he's in into it. He's just like, okay, do you know how to, you know how to open it? Do you know how to use it? He goes, okay, be careful now. Cause yeah. the BBs will get everywhere. Yeah. And he's just, he's all excited. And the mom didn't even know either. No. She, she yeah. Wasn't, yeah. Yeah. Cause she almost yeah. kind of gave him a look at yeah. the, after Ralphie walks away. Yeah. Goes, Such a good moment. I had one when I was his age. Yeah. And because uh, he know he knows how important that is to that yeah. kid at this moment in his life for a boy to have that yeah exactly yeah. he really he he knows like now is the time and so it made me make makes me think about you know going back to that scene where he says the the f word like I think I don't know if that's when the dad realizes okay maybe he should get I don't I don't know okay. there's just there was something there but anyways again he do you know how many times Ralphie asked for that BB gun throughout the whole movie. I don't know. Do you have a number? I do. Well, from what I've read, I didn't count, but they said like 28 times he asked for the book. He asked for the gun. Now, I, it seems high. 28. 28 times. It seems high, but there's a lot of sources that that say that. It must have included the hints like, oh, there were some some grizzly bears behind. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah, And then he puts the ad in the the magazine for his mom. All those like hints. But anyway, so 28 times. Uh But, um, it it goes to show what I think the bigger thing is like prayer and praying to God for things and not getting answers yeah, and how frustrating that is yeah. and how um, alone you kind of feel and depressed sometimes because you just think like, you know, you're being ignored. Yeah. You know, no one wants to be yeah. ignored, especially if you grow up in church and you hear about how much God loves you mm-hmm. and then you're like, really? Well, I'm praying and, I feel like I'm being ignored. Yeah. Um, and so like in Psalms 37 says that once I was a young and now I'm old, he says, yeah, I've never seen the godly abandoned or the children begging for bread. Um, and again, it just goes to like, look, there's a process to our prayers. Mm-hmm. And I think that, that God is, he's never ignoring us, but there's a process to it. And, and, and so it's, I mean, I know, I know for me, there's been a lot of prayers that I'm glad I didn't get answered (laughs) (laughs) right in hindsight now that I'm older, but, but, um, 
but that, uh, but yeah, but that, that God doesn't ignore us. He is there with us, but he knows what's good for us. Yeah. He knows when the best time for those things to happen. Yeah. You know? Yeah. I can think of like many, I, you know, I should write them down, but so many moments where I really needed help, whether mm-hmm. it was financially or a breakthrough, um, or just an answer to something and God was there. But man, he always waits to the last minute. Always waits to the last second. I think he does. I think he does. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. But I mean, no, it really, yeah. it's like, look, this is due and I'm screwed if I don't take care of this, yeah. whatever, or I really need this. And, and he comes through and I know he came through and I know it was him. No question, no doubt about it. But man, he just always like waits to the last, like to the last second. Yeah. To the last second. And then sometimes it's like, you know, I've had just a clear answer to prayer, like, just like, wow, thank you. This finally happened. I've been praying a long time. And sometimes it takes mm. seven years, yeah. but the timing was perfect. You know what I mean? So yeah. it's, it's, um, and he knows and he's paying attention. You he think knows. he doesn't care. You th- yeah. You think he doesn't care. You think he's not listening, but no, he, he cares. He does listen. And that, that goes to the line of, uh, like when he talks about Santa, he says, oh, Santa knows. He always oh, he knows. knows. Yeah. 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 Great movie. Great, great show. Great movie. Great message. But um, I think it's time that we, uh, we put all our pleasantries aside. All right. And uh, now, we I, answer these trivia questions. I've been feeling kind of bad because I seem to be just, you know, dominating this, this contest. So when I watched the movie, I'm not, I, I didn't pay attention to okay. trivia. I wasn't looking for signs. So you're already like saying, I'm going to throw you a bone. I'm throwing you a bone. Okay. Cause I'm that's what every bone. competitive person wants to hear. <laughs> oh, I don't want this to be, a, I don't want this to be a hollow victory for it's gonna you. It's going to be an asterisk next to it. I mean, you know, this movie very well. I watch this movie every year. Yeah. Like every year. And, every and pretty year. much every year since 19. And then not only that, but it's also been a movie that like, you know, cause every Christmas, I think it's TBS that plays it all day long. Yeah. yeah. And you just put it on the television. You can walk out of the room and do whatever you need to do, but then it's on, then you get sucked in yeah. and you're watching it. And yeah. 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 All right. Salman Joel. Um, let's do this. I know you got some really hard questions I got for me. Lo- okay, so I have a lot dad. of questions, um, and you guys didn't really hit any of them. Oh, nice. Specifically. Oh, good, because there are some that I purposely try to not say. Okay. Because I'm not going to fall into that trap There's, again. There's, mm-hmm. there's ones where you guys got close, where you talked about something, but it was actually the wrong answer to the question. Oh. So mm-hmm. it's going to be interesting to see that come up, back up. All right, so, so uh, Jim. start. You are the champion. You decide who goes first. You go first. All right. Okay. All right. We're going to get into it. So you're going to love this one. Are you going to put a cap on the number or are you just going to just do all of them? No, we're just going to go. Okay. We're going to do it. Let's do this. All right. So first question. What is the name of the toy store or store Ralphie and his friends are looking at at the beginning of the movie? The Higby? It is the Higby's. Yes, that is correct. Boom. Okay. That's one or nothing. Okay. One. So next to that, what Disney animated characters oh, come on. are seen in the background of the Higby store display? On the store display? Uh, Snow White and the Seven Dwarves. Yes, it is Snow White yeah. and the Seven Dwarves. Okay. For you, Michael. 
Ralph's dad mentions the name of a Sox player who was traded. What is the player's don't nickname? Know. Don't know. Don't know. Oh, you don't know? Don't know. I was thinking that you might like notice. I don't it. know old timey nineteen forties Sox he, player. Yeah, but he, no, says but it. he says it, and it's funny. It is. It's a weird name, but I I don't know. Do you know? Okay, you for know. The steal? You know? Yeah. I think. Okay. What? Bullfrog. It's bullfrog. Yeah. yeah. He oh, says they traded okay. the Sox traded bullfrog. They traded bullfrog. He's all mad about it. All right. Which I thought was a funny name for a ball player. Bullfrog. Yeah. Okay, so what is it? It's two, one, one, two? Okay, so I'm wondering, is, was that a real 1940s baseball I player? Know. I don't know. I think, oh, okay. they, I think they just like were like, oh, they traded bullfrog. I mean, they had nicknames back then. It probably wasn't his real name. But he probably had, that was his nickname. I wonder why player. it was bullfrog. Was he good at jumping? Uh, who knows? Maybe he like <laughs> leaped over like something like during a play he like leaped over a guy and hit what gets base. me is that like you're gonna ask a question that i was preparing to answer myself but it's gonna go to him so go well, no it. i have gave, a feeling i gave you that qu- oh oh i think i know what the next yeah i because i'm like oh that's a great trivia question it's i great. hope it's I get great it. because it happens in the movie because i'm remembering the the answer okay um, it's the it. it's the trivia question from the movie go for it yeah yeah which okay. is what is the name of the Lone Ranger's nephew's horse? Go for it. Wait, you don't know? No, I know it, but it's your question. It's your question. Oh, now. you get it. Oh, I feel bad now. <laughs> but it's the pretty easy obvious. Ones. Victor. Yeah, Victor. It's Victor. Victor. Yeah. Yep. There you go. Three, three, one. <laughs> Next. All right. Okay. You'll you'll probably get this one. Okay. So, what type of dare is skipped by Schwartz when he dares Flick to stick his tongue to the frozen flagpole? The triple dare. That is correct. He okay. skips the triple dare and he goes straight to the triple dog dare. Oh, see, I would have got that wrong. Oh, okay. I would have said he skipped the double and went to the triple, but that's not right. No, yeah. he do- he double dog dares him, skips the triple dare. There's the triple dare. And goes straight for the triple dog dare. The hierarchy yeah. of the dare. I never understood the whole thing about the dare. If somebody dares you, that's like kind of like it's, it's you legally have, binding. It's all like a legally binding thing. <laughs> yeah, you you have, have to do it. What does dare mean? I guess you just have yeah, to. I dare you. Yeah. I, I mean, dare you. once you turn like what, 12, 13, 14, then it's not legally binding anymore. Not legally anymore, binding anymore. It's a good thing. Okay. It's just more of choice at that point. Mm-hmm. So two, three. Okay. So this question's for you. What is the name of Scott Farkas's toady slash sidekick? You know this one. You're playing dumb. No, yeah, no. He might not know it. Because honestly, I never noticed it until I like was like really I watching. even said it in the podcast. I said it. Scott Farkas and his toady. I know they say his I can't think of the name. All right, just go for the steal. <laughs> steal Grover Dill. It's Grover Dill. Oh, Grover Dills. That's right. 3-3, <laughs> three, three, we're tied. All right, it's tied Grover up. Grover Dills. All right, next one's for you. Okay, so who who me? Oh yeah, for, okay. uh, yeah, Michael. Okay, what does the Christmas tree salesman throw in to make the sale to Ralph's dad? Uh, twine, and he'll throw it on the car for him. Uh, yeah, some rope, and he'll tie some it to rope. the car for yeah. him. That's correct. Tie to the car. All right, four three. Wow. Well, I guess it's twine. Well, that's a deal. <laughs> what a deal! Yeah. What do you give yeah. him a string anyway? I mean, yeah. <laughs> okay. So next question. This is this is a tough one. Name one of the brands of soap Ralph has become acquainted with. He names three brands of soap. I one know, is mentioned two. twice. Wait, is that for me? Yes, for you. Yeah, I know two. You just need to name one of them. Oh man, 
If I can name two, should I override him? If you can name, if you can name two, then I'll give it to you. But you get the, you get a chance. Well, Life Boy's one. Yes. Yeah, that's the one that's actually in his mouth. Palm Olive. Palm Olive. That's another yeah, one. Yeah. yeah, that's the one he preferred. Yeah, but sort the, of a, the first one well, I can't remember. There's a third one. The the very first soap he mentions is the one I can't remember. But Palm Olive, what he prefers, but Life Boy is what's in his mouth. Yeah. And yeah. in, in his in his daydream, the dad also goes, "I knew we shouldn't have bought Life, Life Boy." Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Well, I give I'll give it to you. So this yeah, is your question. Yeah. Um, but the third type so four, of soap three. was Lux. Lux. He says Lux, Palm Olive, or Life Buoy. Okay. The four three are any of those yeah. are any of those still Palm yeah. Olive? Palm Olive is Life Buoy. Buoy is. It is. Yeah. Hmm. All right, this is a super easy one. Okay. What extravagant gift does Ralphie give his teacher as a bribe? Wait, who's that for? It's for Michael. Oh. You don't know? What extravagant gift? What extravagant Christmas gift does he give to the teacher as a bribe? You're right. You're right. You're right. You're right. Yeah. There is. All the it kids is, are getting there. All... Yeah. <laughs> Was it perfume? Wink. No. It's not perfume. I don't remember. All right, what is it? I can't believe you don't remember. Yeah. The fruit basket. The fruit basket. Oh, I was going to say fruit basket. You're right. Had You're a big right. pineapple in it and all that. What you, right. you think, like, it's just a basket of fruit, but I guess at the time. or Because everyone else was giving her apples. Yeah. Yeah, little things. He walks in with a whole. The, and the vis- visually, it's funny because yeah. it's bigger than its head. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. All right. All right. Five three. Should okay, so here's question. a pretty here's a tough one. I'm curious if if either of you guys will get this. What setting is Ralphie's decoder ring set to when he deciphers his first message? They say it on the radio show. I'll get if, B, if, if B2. You, it's B two. Yeah. You just wow. guessed? No, I just remember oh. they set okay. your set your set your decoders to B two. Set your decoder rings to B two. Six three. Okay. How many more questions? We have four more questions. Okay, so I got to win these outright. You, <laughs> you'd have right. to. Okay. Wait, no. We have three more questions. Well, maybe four. We'll see. Okay. Next question is, what was Ralph's mom doing when she broke the lamp? She was dusting. She was cleaning. That is incorrect. Do you know what she was doing? This was one where you both said it and you both said the wrong thing. She wasn't cleaning? No, she was not cleaning. She was dusting. No, she wasn't dusting. I know. She was vacuuming. Nope. I'll give you I'll give you watering the plant. That's it. She She was was watering watering the plant. plant. She walks she walks out of the kitchen with a little watering Watering can. can. Right. And she knocks the plant. Okay. I was watering my plant and I and I I knocked it over. Okay. Well, that was fun. Well, we got more questions. Well, I, it's over. Like, I can't win. So. Yeah, but I I want to win by more. Okay. <laughs> okay. Okay. All what right. What did Ralph's dad do with the lamp after he couldn't fix it? Now you mentioned he buries it. Yeah. Where does he bury it? It's your question. Oh, oh, inside of the house. Uh, that's not what he says. The backyard. The backyard. 
Your backyard? It's not in the house backyard. He says he buries it. He, he buried it out next to the garage. That's what he says specifically. Oh, next to the garage, which would be the side of the house. I don't know. You need to go back to that one. Oh, okay. Yeah. All right. All right. Okay. Well, final question. Um, I'm sure you guys will get this. But what's the name of the restaurant that Ralph's family goes to after the turkey is taken by the Bumpus Hounds? It's Bowling. Yes, it is. No, it's not. I was gonna say bowling, but because yeah, because the dub they, the W is out because it, it says bowling, but they p- specifically take the W out, so it says bowling. Yeah, bowling. The name of the restaurant. Yeah. Unless there was a bowling alley next to it. That's what I thought it was. I thought it was a bowling alley. No, it's straight up. It's it's Chop Suey Palace. That's the restaurant. Well, what's the bowling? It I says do... bowling. Maybe it's, maybe it's Bowling's Chop Suey Palace. I think that's what it is. Bowling's Chop Suey Palace. I didn't even notice the bow. I didn't even see that. I re- yeah. I remember Bowling. But I remember Chop Suey Palace on the thing, but the sign above said Bowling. bowling. I thought it was just an old bowling they sign. They took the W out. I think it was just Chop Suey Palace. Nah. And that's just an Look old, old bowling, bowling sign. Look it up. Question. No, well, he's looking that up. Would you have known? The magazine in which he placed the thing in. Look, Look magazine. Would you have known what the gift that the dad originally thought that he was gonna get? When the mom says, "Well, what's the major award?" He goes, "I don't know. It could be this. It could be a bowling alley. It's a bowling alley." Okay. Well, they could send the deed. Yeah, they could send the deed. Um, what was what was the Christmas song they were singing in the car on the way to get the Christmas tree? Jingle bells. Jingle bells. Uh-huh, okay. <laughs> How long? Did what was the time record that he wanted to do to fix the car? Eight minutes. Uh, it was three. Oh minutes. no, that's how long it four took. Minutes. Oh, four minutes. Okay. It took him eight minutes, but he, okay. Um, what was the name of the middle school that Ralphie attended? Oh, I don't know. That I don't one. know. Uh, Warren G. Harding. Oh, Warren G. Harding. <laughs> These are all the questions I thought were going to come my way, but. <laughs> oh. <laughs> all right. Well. Final thoughts and what's your ranking? Oh, I do see it now. Bowl, bowling, Chop Suey Palace Co. See, I igno- I completely ignored that sign. I figured it was a different business. So it was a bowling, that's the name of the restaurant, right? I think the, if that's it, then it's Bowling Chop Suey Palace. I wonder if it was like an old bowling alley and then they, they, they just, just used the, the sign. W. Although the, the building's too small to be a bowling alley. So. That's why I don't. Yeah, but like, why is it 1940s though, man? Bowling was—I think it was like the lawn bowling stuff. You know what it is? They bought the neon, and then they just took the W out. They bought the sign. Yeah. (laughs) Then they had the Chop Suey Palace. Okay. Uh, Probably the perfect Christmas movie. Mm -hmm. Really, because the cover—it's—it's—it's kids' Christmas. It's dad's Christmas, mom's Christmas, Christmas in general. Yeah. Great. Right. I rated it at an 8.5. Oh. Yeah. And a major point for the mom's hair. Point <laughs> loss for the mom's hair because if her hair was period, then it would have been perfect production wise across the board. But it's like, mm. yeah. What'd you rate it at? Yeah. So I really was trying to really think about this because it really is. A perfect Christmas movie 
and I think the only reason why I would rank it low is because I have seen this movie so many times, like so many times. And I think like anything, the more you see it, it's just kind of, there's kind of a negative. So, but, but I, I really tried to watch it. Like the, yeah, this is, it, it really is a classic. It's every, it's a movie that everybody should see. So I, I had a hard time trying to rank it lower below a nine mm. because it really, I feel like it hits on everything on what it's like to be a kid, what it's like to be a parent, um, the wanting of the gifts, the, just, just everything. Yeah. Um, the look of it. And, and again, like for me growing up as a kid watching this movie, I related so much to it as a kid. Part two a Chris, a very Chris, a Christmas story, Christmas. That is all. Everyone who is now an adult like me that grew up watching this as a kid is now that's through the eyes of a parent. So I, I again, I can't. You, everyone should yeah. watch that movie too. So I, I do. I, I give this a nine. Um, it's weird because it's like it's not like it's overly flashy, like say like a Home Alone or a right. Christmas vacation because you're not like laugh out loud funny but this is just like a a good movie to sit and watch and get lost in yeah and really just enjoy yeah, yeah I feel like um, my ranking was too low but well no your rankings your ranking but it, yeah I mean ranking isn't like like a professional <laughs> it's te- not professional it's just, it's your personal yeah pretty but ranking, it's still yeah but all right. Well, if you've made it this far, we really appreciate you. And please talk about this in the comment. What was your favorite scene, favorite moment, favorite character of a Christmas story? And um, yeah. And again, subscribe, like, comment. We really appreciate that. And we hope you have a great Christmas. Jim, hope you have a great Christmas. Hope you do too. And hope it's, uh, you know, you get everything you, you ask for. Yeah. Like a tie or some socks. Or whatever. Whatever. Yeah, I'm probably going to get a football. So There you go. Well, Merry Christmas. Merry Christmas. Merry Christmas. And we will be back in 2024.